I've survived over 1,000 days in my hardcore Minecraft world and released 10 videos along the way. And this has taken me a year. I get so distracted with other projects. So I wanna make it easy for everybody to see everything, get caught up and be ready for new episodes. Plus you all like big movies here on the channel. So here you go. I know absolutely no one has ever done this before. So this is a new concept, check it out. Let me know what you think and relive our favorite moments together. Don't worry, more episodes are coming very soon. On April 14th, 2022, I died in my hardcore world that I had been in for a year and a half. When that video went live, a lot of people were upset. We had done a lot of amazing things in that world, but that's a good thing about Minecraft. Whenever there's a setback or you lose a world, a new adventure is right over the horizon. Welcome to series three. Spawned into a brand new biome, a sparse jungle, running around, checking the local area, and then punching trees, as you do in any new adventure in Minecraft. From there, we crafted up our first crafting tables, some sticks, and made our first pickaxe, the first of many firsts that would be happening in the next few hours. As we continued to run around and just see what was close to spawn, we saw some old friends, pandas, as well as heading out onto the water in a boat and finding what I think is the most cracked ocean I've ever seen in my life. Oh, heck yes. We start with a monument build this time? But we're a long ways off from clearing an ocean monument. Heck, right now we're surviving almost entirely on melons as we're just sailing around, finding a ship that shouldn't be floating, but inside was diamonds. Yes, diamonds. Yes. And then returning back to the ocean, finding that the two ocean monuments we had found earlier yeah, it was more like six. No! <laughs> One, two, three, four! Six of these right away. The Nether Monument was a big build in series two, but it was just a build. This time, one of these ocean monuments, I'm actually gonna call that home. All right, here we go. If there's a god apple in this, I'm gonna lose my mind. By that much. The other side of one of the many, many ocean monuments was something that it took me a long time to find in the last world as well. A mushroom biome, just casually sitting right by spawn. Okay! Hey Legs, can you stop being crack? I just did seven clips within like three minutes. Send these clips to Gamers React! Both the death and this stuff. We need to get more viewers. With a very lucky first day, I took the three diamonds that I had found without doing any mining, crafted up my first diamond pickaxe, and as the night was starting to fall, built a very simple wooden shack to end that first day of streaming and my first few days in the world. And I don't know if you know this, but YouTube will send you my videos even if you're not subscribed. So why not go and check and go punch that red subscribe button if it happens to be red, then it'll make me happy. Smile. But if there's one thing I've learned, it's important to have a plan. So let's, let's make a plan. All right, so this is the to-do list. We need a proper starter base. Number two, we need full diamond. Number three, villagers, carrots, and name tags, and iron, and oh boy. Advancement, finish exploring. We need a new dispenser of fate. Food, food, food would be smart. 
enchanting is our to-do list and we're gonna do most of these this week we're gonna get all of these done this week that is like perfectly kidnappable <laughs> How is this gonna work? Oh, heck no. Heck no. Here we go. Day 10 luck. You are kidding me! <laughs> ah! Bop, bop, bop. Blue collars for everybody. Huh. Where? Did, how did you. Let's just put it here, and then I guess prepare like a little space and hope that this works. How much you want to bet this is an enchantment we need? <laughs> no way! Thank you and have a nice day. Any speedrunners in the community? Really good at the whole speedrunning thing? The go fast, the do 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 do, or anything else along those lines? If you are, I'm sorry. I know that that probably causes you physical pain. With obsidian in hand, it was time to go home, celebrate another major milestone, and prepare to potentially go to the nether. Okay, that's a sign. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Any primers in the chat? Definitely nervous. Quick adventure. Quick adventure. Quick adventure. And while I'm traveling to the nether for the very first time, let me take a moment to thank the sponsor of this video, Opera GX. I've been using Opera for over a year when they first reached out to me to sponsor another video. And I gotta say, I've never looked back. I specifically rely on the pop-out video player to have videos whenever I'm recording these videos, this one included. And knowing that I can keep a hundred or so tabs open, yes, I am bad at that, and it having less of an impact on my machine than other browsers means that I can focus on recording and not browser management. Plus, you can make Opera look distinctly yours through different themes and wallpapers, as well as mods and different sounds that you can add, just like these. Ooh. Satisfying. And installing that is easy thanks to the GX Store. And if you're worried about switching and starting over, don't be. There's a one-click import feature that can bring all of your bookmarks and save passwords from your old browser to your brand new one. And Opera GX works with most Chrome extensions, allowing you to just carry over the functionality that you depend on. Opera has been my go-to browser for over a year now, and I recommend you all checking it out and thank them so much for sponsoring this video. Okay. Crimson forests. There's that over there. Soul Sand Valley. Do you have a piglin friend over there? If we can get to them and get them trading and get a fire res, that's actually a really smart, safe play. I don't like being on top of those, on top of a tree like this. Why? <laughs> this is such a 
cruel and unusual spawn point. Come here, friends. Can they trade? Can they barter in boats? Yes, you can. Awesome. Blackstone right away. And I know it's really early game, but I spent a good portion of time trading a lot of my gold over to this piglin, trying to get some fire res potions. Because if I can get those, I'm gonna feel way more safe that I'm not gonna die like the Terminator. As I was starting to hit the end of my gold supply though, I had a separate problem come up. Ooh, pearls. Gas, 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 gas. Heard that. I heard that. Nope. Okay. Pearl. Nope. No. Don't you dare. Okay, this is gonna be a problem. <laughs> Let's just shield up. We're fine. <laughs> I can't believe that that happened. That was the perfect angle. And once I was back in the overworld, it was back down into my mines, which intersected with a lush cave to get a bunch more copper because it's time to finish my starter house. And while I'm building the house, y'all might be wondering who I'm talking to in some of these clips, and it's my Twitch chat. Most of my world, about 95% of it, is streamed live on Twitch every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday night, so come check it out. The rest, yeah, we record bits for video, but it's almost exclusively a live stream only world. And hello, it's me from the future. Oh, also in piglin form. Don't don't think about that too hard. But I'm here to show you a little bit of the house. Just a quick, quick little tour. We have my favorite thing, illegal sugarcane planted underneath that. There's just water hidden underneath there. A little farm set up. The cows are all chilling. We have melon and pumpkins growing over here. Don't mind that. <laughs> hmm. I wonder if we go to a fortress in the next episode. You're gonna have to tune into that to find out. But our little smeltery area, and then you go up in here, and you have my my doom box, where just all of my junk goes before it needs to be organized. And then a small little space here. I'm very excited for the roof to start oxidizing. That'll look nice. But we have enchanting, just barrels, some chest storage. We have some hanging potted plants. That is my very first set of iron armor. All of it survived that I was actually able to put it there. That is really rare for me, so I'm actually kind of excited about that. We have our freeloader here who sells us Silk Touch. They're another escapee. I think I fixed the villager breeder that that won't happen now. But it's just a nice, simple, small starter house. It's just something to get us started. Because what happened next? What happened next? is where the story takes a turn. This is where we go from just another hardcore world to series three has officially begun. It started as any big twist ending goes. I was just heading out looking for a bunch of sand that I could turn into a bunch of glass. Big beach over here. I like big beach and I cannot lie. You other rivers can't deny. When the sand walks in and make you grin, cause you know you got some glass. Um, that was awful. That was awful. That was the, the, the probably the dumbest thing I've ever done. Horrible rhyming and lack of musical skills aside, I did find a huge beach and just started shoveling up sand when I saw a village just over the horizon. So I decided to head there. And I'm gonna let you see this reaction with the face cam. Kinda hyped to start a new hardcore world now. Hi, friend. I'm so glad to see you. Okay, stop anything else I was doing. Pink sheeps are iconic 
for my hardcore adventures, and finding one this early on just got me so excited for the potential of this new world. Now all I had to do was get them home. That is a lot of skeletons and zombies. Welcome to season three. Let's go! <laughs> We're headed home! I step away for a few minutes to get food and you have a pink sheet. Only Gundo. As the sun was rising on a brand new day, it also felt like this was the beginning of a brand new adventure, and I'm so excited to be sharing it with all of you. I've started over in Minecraft Hardcore, and it's been one of the luckiest starts I've ever seen in Hardcore. We have a trident, we have a pink sheep, we have seven ocean monuments, but that start doesn't mean anything if we can't brave a fortress, find a stronghold, and beat the game. So that's what we're doing in this video. Welcome back to Hardcore Series 3. And as we return to the world on day 40, a little bit of progress has been made between videos, but now we can get started on the next step of our adventure, the nether. You found another pink sheep, really? Yes, we did. But yeah, we also, we had a few escapees of the villager breeder. And then this one right here, we gave them a, a book and they gave us silk touch right away, which is huge, which is huge, right? This is awesome. Let's refresh all of our armor. Let's make and enchant a new bow. And then let's see what we're looking at here. So let's just look at like, what's a level two enchant? Unbreaking? Unbreaking to power two. That's nine. That's also nine. This feels worth it. I think this is worth it. Leggings and Helmet. Should we enchant this? Does it make sense to... Let's just check. Let's just see what the enchants are. Protection 2? Heck yeah. Prot 2. Prot 2. Prot 2. Feather Falling 2. I will take that. I will take that. That is a good combination of enchants. With really good luck on my enchants and a lot of gold in my pocket, it was time to head through the portal and head to the nether. Oh boy. Does this make me nervous? I picked a direction and started running, finding my way into nether wastes and a bastion buried deep into the ground. Not something I'd really consider looting off the bat. I see the brutes. Oh goodness, I see the brutes. But what about the loot in there? That is tempting. I am not gonna lie, that is tempting. From there, I crafted up a warp fungus on a stick and just tried to find myself a ride. See? And that is why, that is why, that is why you always place... Oh, oh, that is why you always place it. You always, always place it. Get over here. You, get over here. We're going! Yes, we're going! Okay, okay. I cannot touch my shift key for any reason right now. To do so is instantaneous death. Death, what kind? Instant. Let's try it. Lava horse speed mode. Anything over that way does not look promising. Now here's the only downside is we are gonna need to get our saddle back. Okay, I am sorry my friends. Mods, if you wanna look away, I totally understand. I'm sorry, I feel bad about that. Ooh, that feels bad. It feels bad, I'm so sorry. 
Leave your fondest memories of Lava Horse down in the comments, or if you don't have one, leave your favorite emoji. I just want to know what your favorite emoji is. There's no reason other than that. Oh, and make sure you're subscribed. Like, click the big red button if it's red. I started heading back in the opposite direction, thinking that I had struck out when it came to the structure that I needed to find so desperately. And then, then I saw it, and I grabbed a new ride to get me there. Okay, I see a potential new sacrifice. I mean, lava horse. No, get over here. Get over here, friends. Okay, we're gonna try this way. Ooh, that's a lot of lava. Okay, I see blazes. Okay, you chill right here. Nope, nope, stay. Stay. Okay, stay. If we get back with this saddle, is the the defining clause there. The saddle. Okay, 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 okay. So, let's get that. Alright, nerd box secured. No, no skeletons can get in there. Oh, yes, they survive! <laughs> Ooh, another saddle! The universe is trying to tell me something. The universe is trying to say this horse lives. Yes! Huge, huge. And now that we had finally found a fortress, it was time to, you know, get to the whole kill a whole bunch of blazes part of this whole thing. Let's do it. God! Come here, you. That out of nowhere. No thank you. I'm good. Hey, everybody. That's it. We're out. We're done. Even dozen. Exactly what I wanted. Alright, with that jump scare out of the way, it was back down the stairs and back onto our lava horse, back towards spawn. And this one survived because they successfully got me to my destination. And now we've successfully survived the nether. And you know what that means. Now we're ready to potentially take on the end. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Now, I don't want to deal with Endermen. Endermen scare me, especially right now. So I spent a little bit of time leveling up a cleric, getting them to their expert level where they had a 50-50 shot of trading me pearls. Okay, here we go. Don't be bottles. Don't be bottles. Sell me pearls. Yes! Okay. Okay, we're good now. We're good now. With all of that together, I crafted up some Eyes of Ender, and it was time to find the Stronghold. But you know me, we're not going to find just one Stronghold. Let's find all three. Alright chat, you ready? We're out of marker. This is a monumental moment. Are you all ready? Which direction is our Stronghold? Behind us! <laughs> it's this way. Okay, so here's the thing. The first three strongholds form in a triangle, okay? I know it goes like one, two, three. I know they form in a triangle. I'm gonna do something that is potentially a little Welcome. stupid, but I want to go, I want it to be on the water. <laughs> I kind of want it to be out here. So we're gonna go this way a little while and see if it'll point us in a different direction. Because if, we, if, if we're turning one of these ocean monuments into our base, 
right? We are going to want to have the stronghold on this side. And so I headed off in the opposite direction of where the eye initially pointed me, trying to find a stronghold that's a little bit closer to where I want to make my base. And with that, the adventure was underway. Any day. There it is. Oh yeah, and it absolutely intersects with, oh, there it is, perfect. What is with that ship? See, this is what I wanna build. I wanna build stuff in the local areas. What is with that ship? How do you explain that crash? All right, when the next one breaks, we're gonna have a hard time getting home. Ah, oh, jeez. We're just gonna try. I don't know if it's in here. We're just gonna try. No shot. Nice. If we find this last one, that's all three. As I was finishing up the third stronghold, I dug into the library. And in there, I found a book where it kind of changed my plans for that trident we had grabbed on day 10. Got efficiency three, fire aspect one, fire protection one, sharpness three, mending riptide efficiency four. Okay, so I had planned, I had planned for the first trident to be the impaling trident. So we could actually, you know, oh, and a pearl. So we could actually, you know, like fight, fight with it. I think we just have to let it be a yeet trident. With basically the perfect trident book in hand and the location of all three strongholds discovered, I headed back to my base, enchanted my trident, spent a little bit of time celebrating being able to fly, albeit missing my wings, but we'll get to that. We will, because next time, next time we're gonna be taking out a dragon and conquering a whole new dimension. So since last episode, I've gotten buff. I've upgraded from full iron to full diamond, went ahead and killed the dragon, but I'm not gonna show that in a YouTube video because other people have killed the dragon, and if I killed the dragon too, then that would be copying. There we go. That's a wrap. Jokes aside, we're at the point where the game can actually begin. And I have a lot of projects I wanna do in this world, but to do them, I need resources. And for resources, I need farms. So I'm gonna build five amazing starter farms. Be able to get all the resources I need so we can get started on our mega base. And the first one of our farms that we're doing is one that's gonna allow me to explore the world infinitely. It's time for a creeper farm. And then I need to get a cat right here, partially so these phantoms will stop attacking me. All right, come here, you. Um, here, we can do this. Oh my God, that was perfect. You sat there perfectly. You're wonderful. That was amazing. Thank you. The most obedient cat ever in all of Minecraft. 
You are, you get a little medal. Gold star. And then as far as cat name, by HP in the community, she unlocked a bunch of lore from the Hardcore series. There's lore here, by the way. And you all know I'm not smart enough to design this one by myself. This is a design from Shulkercraft, originally inspired by Chapman. Let's get started with our second farm of the day. It's time for a sugarcane farm. And this one is the generic sugarcane farm design that you see basically everywhere. It's so ancient, I don't think it has an original author. It's also lossless with a minecart running around and collecting everything and a nice little collection system right at the back. This is all I need to get started and get flying. And after a little bit of building, a trip to the nether for quartz, a trip down to the deep stone caves for redstone, we have it. We have just a little starter one. I'm gonna add more layers to this I already have it all excavated, but I kind of ran out of quartz again, so I don't want to do that and I have to clean up all these barrels here. Yeah, it's been running for about 10 minutes and we got 59 sugarcane, which is more than enough to get started on some rocket production. So now it's time for farm number three. And it's perfect that we're at night because this one is a honey farm. Okay, so when we first spawned in, yes, there it is. I saw this birch forest here. And we have oof, so many mobs. We have a silk touch pickaxe, which I think will work. There's phantoms behind me, which is a bit of a problem. So let's just get ourselves up here, get the chest plate on so we're nice and safe because I saw a creeper as well. Ooh, can we get a music disc real quick? Ah, no, it died. Let's get a disc. I want to get a disc. Come on, we can do this. There's two skeletons trying to shoot me now. One of you can hit the. That's a trident? What? Okay, I have something more important than the disc that I want. I need to kill that thing with the looting sword so we have the better odds. Give me the fork. Well, butts. It's right there. Why can't I pick it up? It's right here. They must have had infinity on the trident. Disappointment on the trident aside, it's time to run around and gather beehives. I saw a ton of them and I need eight for this farm design to really work well. Buzz buzz. And since it's nighttime, I can just pick them up with silk touch and just take them home with all the bees inside. And you get an advancement for that. Oh, there's the advancement. Nice. There's three in that one. That's a good beehive. Once all the beehives were home and I had collected all of the resources, it's time to build the design by ENXO4. The good thing about this is you don't need to set up a ton of redstone and a bunch of different modules. It'll just constantly recycle bottles around until it becomes a honey bottle, in which case you filter it out. I need to get a lot of glass, which I'll trade with my villagers for, but this is a great way to guarantee I can get honey blocks. And I need those because I haven't found a swamp yet. And I need flying machines for some of the later builds, which means it's time for some sticky situations. And farm number three, done. Check out our new honey farm. Now, you can't really tell from the outside because I don't have a lot of honey. I do want to kind of have this idea of there's some honey dripping off the top of it and kind of bubbling out. But the farm is just doing work right now. I don't have a door. Boop, boop. Oh, we can make a couple honey blocks so we can get some honey piled up on the top if we really, really wanted to. The only downside is it clicks, like near constantly, if you're anywhere close to it. But we can probably just like 
deal with that. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that we can just kind of let that go. But it's, it's pretty nice. I like it. I think it sells it. The smoke off the top is something that is completely unique. I don't think we've seen that anywhere else in the build overall. But looking at it, it definitely is nice. I think I need a little bit more leaves right there. But this one, this one feels pretty good. And right next to the creeper farm, we're kind of building like a horseshoe of all the farms. And I honestly think we're gonna do that on purpose. So if we end up building like a central storage system, we, spoilers, we won't, we're saving that for the mega base, but at least we can kind of just run a lap to harvest all the farms. That iron farm is actually looking a little out of place being made out of deep slate now. But while we're working on redstone, it's time for farm numero next, right about, eh, probably right there. Let's build a moss farm. Now this is one I knew I was gonna bury and hide because it's ugly. There's no real way to make this one look good. It has comparators, hoppers, dispensers, big lines of redstone, and everything in between. If it's under the redstone tab, it's probably in this farm. But you can look down on it and see the action happening in a kind of satisfying way. So that's the idea. I dug a big pit and put the moss farm down into it, covering it with a layer of glass. And instead of building a big structure up so that everything was inside of a building, I made basically just a little deck around it where you could just look down and see the farm working. And it's good that you can keep an eye on it because this one breaks like a lot and I have no idea why. All right, so it's mostly works. This is kind of the vibe I wanted for this. Similar, we're bringing in some of the campfires so we have smoke. This one's a lot simpler. I don't know why it's breaking. This design is like block for block something that somebody's made that shouldn't be breaking. It's not outside of a chunk border. Everything's inside of one chunk as far as all the blocks that are getting modified. Everything else should be fine. It's just, it's breaking and I don't know why. I'm just getting cobblestone in here randomly, which kind of ruins the rates of the farm. So if you have an idea why this is broken, please let me know in the comments. I would really appreciate it. But now we gotta get started on our next little project. It's time for, well, I need a lot of bamboo. Let's make a bamboo farm. And a bamboo farm is gonna serve multiple purposes, both using it as a block, because I'm currently living in a jungle, so I'm gonna need to use a lot of bamboo to make things feel nice and natural, but also as a resource. It's an excellent source for super smelters and furnaces, as well as a resource for scaffolding, which is gonna be really helpful as a builder as well. And this thing is extremely satisfying once you get it running. But getting it running is a lot harder than you would think. And with that, I think this thing is done. Well, mostly done. It needs a glass wall around it still, and it needs a way for it to automatically trigger. But now you see why we built the honey farm when we did. So instead of building the wall first, I want to make sure it works and also automatically triggers. I wanna make sure it works. I've never built a flying machine before. This is literally the first one I've ever made. So I don't know if this is gonna work. I think it's gonna work. So we're gonna test it. Should really like back up the world or something. Here, let's put a marker so this is the first time it, it runs. I don't know if this is gonna work. I don't even have storage or anything, so. It didn't work. Why didn't it work? Why does it not work? This is supposed to work. Do honey blocks pull less than slime blocks? They shouldn't, right? Let's see if reconnecting makes this work a little better. 
What is stuck here? Okay, let's test something. I need to know for sure if this is just broken or if I'm just an idiot. Don't mind that, that's something for a new Dominion episode coming soon. Why is it working here? Okay, so then, does it work with honey blocks? It should, right? Do flying machines not work with honey blocks? Okay, so that machine type works. Is it just the model of flying machine I made doesn't work? The type of flying machine I tried to build just not work? After a little bit of time in the redstone testing world, I'm back fixing the machine and things start to go beautifully. Watching this just glide through and shave everything off is extremely satisfying. And I'm really happy that I put the time in to build this where I've never made something like it before. And one last thing, I actually upgraded the creeper farm that we originally made, changing it from just one layer up to four. I've already emptied this, but we've made basically a shulker's worth of rockets at this point, so that's going pretty good. The only downside is when I was AFKing, waiting for that gunpowder to collect, well, uh, this happened. This is a 30 minute AFK session. This is wonderful, right? Like, look at this, isn't this great? What did it cost? Well, it, it cost a bit. All of the work we had done with our villagers to date. <laughs> so this one is gonna be a little different. 1.19 just recently released and with it came Ancient Cities. And I didn't think I was gonna find one my first day into streaming and I bet you can guess where this is going. So this, this is my first trip through an ancient city and well, you already know I survived. Spoilers, I'm still here. But what did we find? How did it go? And did the warden try to bop my face? Well, you're gonna have to watch to find out. I don't think we're gonna find one. Cue, cue us finding one in like an hour, right? But I don't think we're gonna find one, okay? It's just, they, they're really, 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 really rare. So when I updated to 1.19, I pruned a bunch of chunks at chat's approval. So it was time to go back and find a stronghold that I was pretty sure I had accidentally deleted. Oh, whoa. Okay, I think I might've found where I, <laughs> I think I found where I chopped the chunks off. <laughs> oh no. Okay, I think I figured out where the chunk border is. Okay. Water tree. Oh, that's right. <laughs> no. Leaves are waterloggable now. This is gonna be, now this is complicated. Okay, hold on. This is the easier way up. <laughs> Following the eyes and getting to a place that looked pretty familiar, the huge mountain had chat all excited. Everybody's saying they spawn under mountains, so how much you wanna bet there's one? Like, the, whatever, okay, anyway. But with only one eye in my pocket and vaguely kind of already knowing where it was, I just verified a chunk and then started digging down. Stronghold. Oh! <laughs> we were in the wrong chunk. That's not where you're supposed to mine in if you go to 4-4, four, four. so that was lucky. Now that's, this is stronghold zombies. I'm not digging up. I'm not, I refuse to dig up. I'm not repeating the mistake of 
digging up into zombie noises. We will never do that again. But with the stronghold secured, no duplicate loot remaining, and everything seeming fine, we're ready to go start searching around for new 1.19 features, frogs, LAs, and potentially an ancient city. Just, it's just void. It's just void. This is scary. Oh, thanks, Chunks. Very cool. This, this only really works if I show you my webcam. Okay, deep slate. Hello there. I was gonna, go, I was gonna go find frogs and do fun things. Did I pause too fast? Did I pause too fast? Did I pause too fast, everybody? Did you not see what I saw? God! Can I just be wrong? Could I have just been wrong? Can you just let me be wrong, game? Let me be wrong. Oh, <laughs> oh and it's right to the city. Oh, that is so ridiculously ominous. Ah, just look at all of it. Y'all remember when we did this in, uh, in like the test world? Legs peep the existing prediction. <laughs> oh no! Okay, so I'm gonna give myself a rule for this because if I just leave right now, that feels unfair. What do we do? What do we do? Three chests feel fair. Five, five, a lot of people are saying five. Five for swift sneak, three, four, four. I'm seeing, a, okay, it's out two, one for each hand. Okay. And we need a catalyst. That's a lot of shriek. That's a lot of sensors right there. Let's do this up here. And also we should just start recording. <laughs> no, I'm not toggle crouching because I need to be able to move. Okay, let's be smart. Oh, there's bats. There's not supposed to be bats here. Oh, there's bats. Okay. 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 All right. Advancement get. I don't see anything up here. This tower. This one feels safe. Safe. Woo! Three disc fragments. This already feels pretty good. This is the first puzzle that we need to solve. That feels pretty good. Okay, let's harvest this first. That was all safe. Shrieker sound is a bit redemption. That's terrifying. Okay, calm down, Satan. All right, so I know there's gonna be calls of like, you can fight the warden or you can outrun them, but I'm a stealth person. I like the concept of having to sneak around these cities and you're gonna tell by I'm whispering because I'm just that scared. Really? Eight minutes is already gone? Oh. And now it got spooky. Safe. Just number two, three, two, one, go. Mm, lots of skulk, bones, blowberries, a regen two potion, a name tag, and a music disc 13. Creepy, I need the wool. Uh, the bell can go into a box for right now. Bell noises. Jeez. Please tell me somebody can do me a favor and go back and clip at least one of the times is like, oh, we definitely won't find one tonight. Or one of the times where I'm like, yeah, watch there be one inside that hill right there. I wish I was wrong. Oh, there's just skulls everywhere. Oh, the ice one has like different loot in it, right? Silk touch, luck of the sea. Oh, no swift sneak. This one seems easy. Have we even set off a shrieker yet? We haven't even set off a shrieker yet, right? All right, you'll know it. I know, I know we'll know it. <laughs> 
but I'm more like just a little a little like patting myself on the back for being good so far. Since when is there note blocks in these things? That feels new. Ha, ah, there you are, you little bugger. Hey, okay. That's useful stuff. We haven't even like made it to the center. Oh, <laughs> where it gets really bad is what I was literally about to say. Snow time to die. Snow time to die, Mr. Bond. I really wanna, I really wanna find a god apple. I really wanna find a god apple. I wanna get greedy. I spent a lot of time just slowly, methodically working my way through the space using wool to break off any shriekers I could find and the silence of the deep dark is really the most intimidating thing. We're good. Butts. Okay, that set everything off though and we didn't have anything spawn. <laughs> but this friend right here. Ah, oh, this is a horror game. It's a horror game because I have something to lose. All right, we're going for that chest. Oh, yes! That's what I wanted. That is what I wanted. That is what I wanted. Yes! Swift Sneak 3. More Echo Shards. We have eight minutes of night vision remaining. I want a God Apple. So, eight minutes on the clock. We are playing this. We're playing safe. We've been really good so far. I want to get one or two more chests. We're gonna break this one first. Hey, that's our first shrieker. That is our first. We have two more that we can burn before it's time to run. Oh, butts, there's three right here. Good. Good, good. Yay. Regen two, cat, no. We are starting to run short on time. We have four minutes. There's not. Is there a way around this one? No. Other side! We're out, we're done. I'm done with this for now. We can come back later. 12 seconds later. Oh, there's a chest right there. I want it. My loot goblin is like, I want it. Let chaos reign. Y'all come here to be entertained. I'm here to provide. I love the, oh, there's another chest right there. No God Apple, but. But with resources and storage space basically running to zero, it was time to get out. But the loot goblin in me wanted more. That bat's a problem. All right, we're out of, oh. No, still nothing. We need to get out of here. Our exit is by the lava. We need the picture. We need the picture, right? We need the picture. We need the screenshot for the gram. We need this, okay? This is a rule. You have to do it. Picks or didn't happen. We're gonna take our we're gonna take our screenshot. We're good. Alright, and we're out. Okay, time to go. Underground base? <laughs> Not here. That being said, once you clear out all the shriekers, 
this place is pretty dope because no mobs will spawn in it. So you can have a really nice, dark, broody, moody kind of base, which is very cool. That we have officially conquered our first ancient city. Not our last, just our first. Yo, we're out, we're out, we're done. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? Could you imagine if somehow that would have been it? <laughs> oh. We're out. We're done. Pay the believers. Or do I need to see sunlight? What's the rule? Do I need to see sunlight or do we just pay the believers? We're up and out. Lives through the underdark but dies to a creeper. I would have paid to watch that. <laughs> that would have been funny. So, okay, so 48 tree, 48 sensors, 39 skulk, but we can make infinite skulk now, so that's fine. Uh, 18 shriekers, 6 catalysts, 13 of the shards, 5 of the disc fragments, stealth 100 by Backrock Roll. And with that, we can zoom at basically this speed. Make sure to subscribe if you enjoyed the video. Take care of yourselves, be good to each other, bye. These are slimes, and I need to farm a ton of them to get a ton of slime blocks to build a bunch of flying machines so I can actually work on my mega base. But here's the problem. I don't have a beacon. I don't even have netherite tools yet, so excavating an entire chunk, that just doesn't make sense. Thankfully, a bunch of redstone wizards just discovered a brand new way to farm slimes that requires literally zero digging. And I love that. I love lazy things. So we're gonna build the ultimate brand new state-of-the-art slime farm and have everything we need for the entire series. And I'm not just going to build the farm out of random blocks, I wanted to make it look like another ruined temple or structure, which meant a lot of stone bricks, mossy and cracked, and the best place to get that is a stronghold. All right, lighting engine was just a little bugged right there. This is a spawner that got overridden by the stronghold. So the button, <laughs> but not fully, because the button was right here, but the door wasn't there. There's no spawner, there's no chest. We're definitely finding more. Oh, that's the door that they broke. Hello. That's the door breaker. Stop. You violated the law. After that weird little bit of generation, I just kept grinding, breaking all of the blocks, which we're gonna use to make a farm where we're never gonna see the inside of it, but still, I want it to be nice. But the weirdness kept coming. That's a third one, right? See, sometimes this game loves, sometimes this game loves me. Sometimes this game hates me. It's the back rooms. <laughs> But with a full inventory of all the blocks I would need, I flew over towards the swamp and thought I'd set up another portal to hook it into the network. Let's just put it right here. I'm just gonna put it on top of this tree, because why not? Professional Minecrafter, everybody. I do this for a living. Once I recovered from my shame, I went and started harvesting mushrooms, because mushrooms are gonna be extremely important for this farm. Why are you collecting mushrooms? Uh, for our new state-of-the-art slime farm. This is brand new tech just recently discovered. Go check out Il Mango's video on how this is all actually going to work. We can do a double relatively easy, and then we can figure out how to do it for a quad. 
Even though I don't think we're gonna get to fit a quad right here. So, double is gonna have to work. Let's get building. That's perfect. Oh, well, the phantoms are attacking me, but that's perfect. Now we know slime spawn on this thing for real. Let's get the next step going as soon as I kill these things. And actually right here is when 1.19 released and I went and looted that ancient city, which is why I have these amazing swift sneak pants. Go check out that video if you missed it, but I've looted another since then, and I don't have anywhere else to put this clip, but I want to share it with all of you here on YouTube. So check out this amazing find in the first chest that I opened. Bell noises! But yeah. Um, okay. So let's see. I am thinking... I want to shoot for at least one chest. Lava in the middle of that. Trying to think that that chest right there, perfect, perfect, nailed it. Oh my god! <laughs> two, two, yo! All right, we're done. <laughs> We're done. We're good. We're good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> We're playing this one very differently to how we played the first one. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Well, that's God Apple number three. <laughs> if you want to see that kind of stuff, come check me out on Twitch. We have so much fun over there and you get to see these videos a little early. All right, now back in time to when I was working on the slime farm. And it turned out I initially built the whole thing two blocks too small in only one direction. So some of the pits were off center and I had to move them. And while working on that, I got jumped. Okay, that was unexpected. Not, not, not what I needed right now. Go away! So the whole thing is a little bit short. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. This doesn't make any sense, but the hole is off center. So I built the hole wrong. I'll have to fix that. So the whole thing, this needs to get bigger, and then this side needs to go that way. Three, 
Yeah. Right? Like, that's just karma. <laughs> Methinks I have done something incorrect here. <gasps> oh. Once I remembered that golems that you build don't attack you and my soul re-entered my body, we were just about done with the main part of this build. Now, all we have to do is look at our phantom friends Whoa. up in the ceiling, yeet out the torches, and pop down yeah. a bunch of mushrooms. You're Let's the best, Lagoon, no. Oh my god, oh, I was gonna say. How perfect was that, that it was an exact stack? But no, I still have six more stacks of brown mushrooms. Well, I have spares. That'll be useful probably never. Now, now we just need to go up about a hundred blocks AFK and see if this thing actually works. Well, okay, there's a couple things we need to do because I don't think I built a collection system yet. But first, let's just get this closed. Perfect. Oh, this has been such a thing. And don't worry, you'll see why I just left this all one block when I made the floor of it all nice and fancy, even though that's the part we're never going to see. I love how fast I walk with Swift Sneak on. The collection system, yep, yes we do. Do you hear that? That's the sound of success. I haven't even gone up to my AFK platform and I already heard slime bouncing around in the space. Yes! Okay, hold on. I really wish I had the tinted glass that I can make this with windows. We can come back and fix this later. But which one? There's 40 slime balls in here! 40! Oh, oh my god. God, okay, this is this is gonna be amazing. Let me figure out where my center is, and then we'll go build our AFK platform. And now, with my little square built, we're gonna chill here for half an hour and see what happens. And while countless generations of slime are cooked alive for their resources, I'm gonna remind you, if you made it to here, you probably liked the video. So go ahead, give the video a like and subscribe if you haven't, because I release new episodes every two weeks, as well as so many other amazing videos, and you're not gonna want to miss them. Here I am just editing the video, and it's time to check how the farm did. Okay, it's daytime, so let's make ourselves a little landing platform just so we can get here a little bit easier. Don't worry, we'll make this look way better, and I mean way better, as soon as, hopefully, there's a lot of slime down there for us to check. Let's go. Don't worry, I wasn't gonna miss that jump, are you kidding? I, I just hear slimes bouncing around. Looks like they did, oh no, did they, oh no, did the carts all get stuck? They did. So we lost a ton, probably. That's not bad, that's not bad at all. We just need to fix the minecart problem. So, all right, I have to rebuild the collection system, do a little half hour AFK, and then, then, I can build the last part of this farm because we're not done yet. Two hours later. All right. Let's see how we did with a proper 
collection system. I just switched everything out for a bank of hoppers because the carts got hit by the slimes. We also have cursed vines down here, which I just noticed. That's weird. Swamp friend. Do I have a boat that I can put them in real quick? Hold on, hold on, I got distracted. Yay! You just chill there, it's your job to watch the farm now. But let's see how it did. Let's see how it did. <gasps> oh! That is several stacks of slot. Is everyone the same? Oh my god, that one had even more. Yo! Yo! Alright, we're gonna finally be able to- we're gonna be able to build the mascot for what this farm's actually gonna look like. And then also, we have just- just one last thing to do. We're gonna have all the slime we ever need, this is amazing! Alright, let's finish this thing. And everyone, I'd like you to meet... I'm not sure. Leave your name for my new friend down in the comments who's standing on top of and guarding the slime farm. They look a little simple, but I think it's more the spectacle than anything else. Having a huge, and I mean huge, bouncy cube of slime on top of the farm. I had AFK for another hour, hour and 20 minutes to make enough for this all to work. But it's there, and we have just a few stacks left, which is more than enough for everything we're gonna need for our next project. Let me know what you think my friend should be named down in the comments, and make sure you don't miss the next video when we put all the slime to good use. It's day 288 in the hardcore world. We just finished an awesome slime farm that will get us everything we need for our mega base, which we're draining over on Twitch. But I'm missing something that we should have gotten in 1.19, the updated birch forests. And I'm gonna turn boring old this into something which is amazing. And we're gonna add archeology span too. So make sure you stay tuned and let's talk game plan. And the first thing we need to do is name our bouncy friend here. But we're not gonna do that right at the start of a video. We're gonna have to do this at the end because there's something about this farm that I really want to talk with you all about and we're gonna do that right at the end. But for right now, let's just quickly pop over to where we're draining the ocean monument like this. So, full disclosure, YouTube Movie Magic, I'm recording this clip after everything else is done and I just forgot to record it. I forgot to actually get a clean video of this. So we're gonna build what is our to-do list. This was fun last time, we're just gonna do it again, and I'm gonna build it right here on the walls of the sand machine. First up is resources. We're gonna need multiple shulkers of trees, bones, bone meal, moss, and leaves. Next, we're going to clear the island. You'll see that, that'll be fun. Finally, we're gonna build a birch forest. O-R-E-S-T, there's only one R. There's only one R, I can English good. And then finally, we're gonna build an archeology. 
Are you happy everyone? I don't know how to spell. But this is the plan, and I'm totally recording this clip before everything else was done. Movie magic! And the law of equivalent exchange dictates that all of the blocks I'm gonna need for this build need to come from somewhere. So I spent a lot of time just tearing down the birch forest here so that we'd be able to make the one over by our starter base that much better. So we're just, we're just getting birch. We're gonna need a lot of it. So we're gonna just spend the time. We're gonna yeet this forest and then move it over to our base. And we're gonna yeet that forest, replace all of the oak with more birch. So we're gonna have a lot of birch to work with. We might need multiple shulkers for leaves in all honesty. Cause we're not, we're not gonna use any regular leaves. We're gonna build all the trees that we wanna build. We're gonna need a lot more logs. Oh boy, we're gonna need a lot. Well, I guess the only good news is we're not gonna need as many logs as leaves cause we're building trees. We're not building a structure. Basically roughly the same amount of logs that we chop down should be the amount of trees that we can build. All right, nope, nope, leave me alone. No brains available here. Have you seen me try to do redstone? Uh-uh. While I was working and lost in the blocks, little Gundo decided to visit. Moss unlocked. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, honey. Honey, you can't do that. Honey, you have to tell me when you're coming downstairs. Are you okay? Is everything okay? Hold on, everybody. Hold on, everybody. Give me a second. All right, I gotta talk to little Gundo. She's never been that quiet coming downstairs. I normally hear her giggle or I hear her on the stairs. Nothing. I heard nothing. The only thing I heard was dad and I saw a movement in the door and it freaked me out. She scared me, but that's adorable. All right, but it's off to work. And there's one very easy way to clear a lot of trees in Minecraft. Let everything burn. Yeah, this is kind of working. This is actually mostly efficiently working with what we needed to do. Like this is gonna clear out a good, our workspace pretty, pretty relatively quickly. And once we clear the whole island, then we're good to go. Ow. Oh, the phantoms are on fire. Oh, that is, that was kind of hard to watch. This island looks way bigger than when it had the trees on it. Now that it's super empty. Like this feels, this feels pretty, this feels pretty big. <laughs> the island is all clear and just a little bit on fire. So now we can start building the actual birch forest. But with that, the birch forest is starting to come together. And here's the overall plan for what I want to build. Birch trees are honestly really tall with a very bushy top. So we have two different styles of crowns and I'm using spruce leaves to introduce some variety into the canopy without having to build different kinds of trees overall. We're using Everything we can that is vaguely plant-like to introduce some color down on the ground floor, some moss, a little bit of everywhere. And to keep it distinct from spruce forests, we're using smooth stone and andesite instead of cobble and mossy cobble. One of the first things we're gonna do is the thing that we saw in the update that we didn't get is just felled trees with moss, like moss on top, right? But you can't just do like all of it next to each other. You have to do in a way that makes sense. So like that, but with no bushes, right? So I have a little bit, just like a little bit like this. This is already a thing. This already looks good, right? We already have something that looks good. 
The other thing we're going to do is we're going to use these bushes like this to give ourselves flowers down in the ground, which will make life nice and simple. Nice little, nice little bits of detail and color. So we're going to put some felled trees a little bit around the islands and go from there. We're also going to strip some of them too. All right, and now we have something. We have the start of it. I think this is the overall palette that I want to go for. I need more leaves for these trees. But it's starting to come together. Now it's just doing that on the entire island. And we have some other secrets that we're going to add. But first, summon the trees. Hey. How's it going? Didn't notice you there. You know what you might not have noticed? My Apex Gaming PC's link down in the description. If you want to get started in gaming, modding, content creation, you want a PC that can let you play Minecraft or on the Hardcore Series 2 world, which is going to be released very, very soon, check out the link down in the description for 5% off your order and to let them know that I sent you. All right, let's get back to summoning the trees. Now the thing that doesn't belong in vanilla Minecraft, but will make this build decidedly extra, is three giant rune stones that we're building in the center where we'll keep our pink sheep in the middle of it. And I'll have those all glowing with frog lights whenever I eventually make a frog light farm sometime in this world. Does that feel good? Does that feel good to everybody else? That feels kind of good to me. We're gonna need to put like some stuff on the inside of these things. I kind of vibe. I think scale-wise, it kind of fits as well, too. So let's make the runic design, and then we'll then we shall worry about like what it wants to do. Now I'm just kind of randomly tinkering right now. I'm not saying that this is a lore-based symbol. I'm just randomly tinkering. I kind of like that. I kind of vibe with that. Ow, not necessary. I just wanted some kind of non-wooden structure in the in the center of the space to give it a little bit of contrast or some other kind of element to it. It's making it feel real, y'all. Ooh, I kinda like that vibe. All right, now the question is, what do we put behind those rooms to really make it pop? I'm thinking amethyst was kind of my go-to because then it's purple, it kind of tracks, it kind of works th through. The other thought I had is we could try gold. We could try some gold and do something with that. It's kind of perfect that I'm doing this bit inside of the ruins that we've built over here in the jungle. But before we get to archaeology, there's one other thing we need to do. See, it is day 313 here in the hardcore world. The day that I died in my first ever hardcore world on YouTube. Yep, this is a big one. This is stealing. We love stealing. Oh! No! And I made a promise. When we hit day 13, I was going to raid a bastion and fully loot it. And that I did and you will not believe what I happened to find waiting inside. That should be fine. Okay, regen, we'll get fire res, 
So we'll have a lot of space for that. We are going to be smart with how we do this. We're going to have hoppers for looting because they don't care if you loot from hoppers. We're gonna have fire res on board because then we can use buckets of lava. We're gonna have a spare totem in our inventory. Everything else that is not essential cleared out of our inventory. So no other tools basically other than sword and pickaxe. It is officially day 313. This is when I died in Hardcore Series 1. So we're gonna go raid a bastion just to get revenge. And it's expanded. <laughs> So, there's that. Alright, boop, boop, boop. There we go. That, they're dead? That's a zombie. Let's not do that. Can I nail that shot? Oh, I nailed that shot! Um, so here we go. Three, two, one. Anetherite ingot? <laughs> I'll take that! I'll take a netherite ingot! That's huge! Okay, uh, okay, alright, 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 alright. Now we are mostly, I think, safe. I think I've killed all the brutes. Nope, nope, there's one. Fire res potions. Huge. Let's put our chest plate back on, probably. That's, that's probably a good call. Probably what some would say smart. We've just been throwing ourselves into lava. Ooh. We're throwing a lava bucket down whenever anybody attacks us. Oh, fire res is, is broken, if you really could use it. Oh no! I, I did that too soon. Ooh, okay. Curse of Vanishing Crossbow. Okay. I mean, a Curse of Vanishing Crossbow, sure. Sure, we'll take it. For the nostalgia, for our other life, we will take it. Burninating the countryside. <laughs> Oh, that's cruel. That that one, I felt bad. I felt guilty about that. Um, we're gonna do something really stupid, just because we can. <laughs> oh. I'm mainly taking the gilded blackstone as my trophy. Like that's the main thing I want, actually. Believe it or not. I mean, you all believe it. You all know how I build. You all know what blocks I value. I don't see anybody else. There's a gold block over there. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ooh, that pays off. I'll take another eight ancient debris, or sorry, another eight gilded blackstone, and then a cinnamon bun for sure. A fire asp with two sword, that stays here. We're not taking that at all. Uh, a golden axe with silk touch. This does kind of solve the problem of needing needing another axe for the mushroom blocks do we take this as our trophy all right so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna take this silk touch axe we're going to grind off silk touch we're going to get our book of silk touch efficiency five unbreaking three and mending we're gonna enchant this we've beat series one this is now no it's no longer our shortest hardcore world We've made progress. As is tradition, as is as promised, we must do it. Celebration, everybody. Netherite hoe, efficiency five, silk touch on breaking three, and mending. That feels good. Yes.
I always make a netherite hoe first. I'm working on a forest project. What did you expect? And with the raid over and our hoe upgraded, which will be very useful, it's time to get back to the build. And that starts with an archeological dig site near the center of the map. I need to build out that wall and put a better door or some hidden base behind it. But for right now, as I'm just getting started with the build, that solid stone brick wall is good enough. So here's what I was thinking for our archeology span site. We're literally just gonna go with the natural wall right here. And we will detail this wall a little bit later. Go away, leave me alone. And we can actually then, if we wanted to, put an entrance into this caves. Now this is obviously not exactly what we were gonna see in 1.19, but I want, or sorry, in 1.17, but I wanna basically come up with something that fits in with the rules I've set for the world overall, as well as being generally on the vibe of what we see in vanilla. I'm out of blocks. We need now this. Uh, we should probably make that one higher so we can walk under it, shouldn't we? We'll have it into the stone on that side. Couple barrels right there. We'll have a ladder, which will get you up to here. There needs to be another platform that we'll walk into, put a stargate in the cave. I am not against that, but we'll get to that, okay? So we'd have stone andesites. This would be like verifiably part of what was the site that we're excavating. And everything was going well. I'd gotten into a groove. All of the trees are starting to be put together. The overall design and layout of the place is just set. And then when you get comfortable in hardcore Minecraft, hardcore Minecraft reminds you that you can die at any moment. Well, uh, that was stupid. <laughs> I did not think that was how I was gonna pop my first totem. This is the last one I have, so I need to be careful. Or we're gonna have to make a totem farm. Anyway, time for some final, final, final details. And then this thing is done. Actually, wait. I need to put birch off of all of this part too. Okay, one last part to do. One last time lapse. I love the look of it, all of the trees. It really stands out from a vanilla island. But there is one last thing I want to do. We have this space over here, this really cool space we have. Well, that's not exactly the sheep that belongs here, right? You all know that pink sheep are super important to me as a creator, as a minecrafter. It's always been something that I have that's really special and this pen just doesn't cut it. Come on, Kopi. And this should be safe because this was all an oak island or just oak forest initially. This was not birch, which should not spawn wolves. So I'm gonna do this without a wall. We're gonna just have Kopi just kind of chilling in the middle of that rune circle. And hopefully everything will go just fine. Coming to a new home. The other thing I definitely want to do is once we have frog lights, which we will be doing in a future video. We're gonna have all of these stones nice and glowy. We'll leave Kopi, our pink sheep right here. And now the island is done. 
Alright, I lied. I'm super nervous about wolves and I don't want my sheep to die, so I put them in a big pen. But, there's one last thing. Carefully exiting the trees this time. There's one last thing we need to do, and we're gonna quickly head through the nether to do it. I want to have a quick chat about our cube friend right here. So, I kind of hate this build. I built this because I thought it's what the algorithm would want, what YouTube would want, and this, this isn't true to how I play the game or to what I'm doing here in my hardcore world. So we're gonna redo it. We're gonna rebuild it, and I'm not just gonna take one name. I'm gonna trap over a hundred slimes in a huge castle, and I'm gonna need more names. So, go check out the video that I have on screen right now. Leave your favorite slime-based name down in the comments, and you might see them in a future episode. Take care of each other. I have a problem. Well, technically, I have two problems. One, the map that I've made of everything in my hardcore world so far needs to move one to the left. And two, this gigantic ocean draining project is taking more time than I thought. But it's been a while and I owe you all a hardcore episode. So technically, I have three problems. And realistically, I have four problems because I don't want to die in this world, like I really, really don't want to die in this world, and my extra lives shulker looking a little sparse. So we're gonna go take on a raid. Do we do the village that's right here, or do we do uh, find a, a better village for it? Yeah, I don't want to skulkify that one, because we're gonna... <laughs> We're gonna make this interesting. We're gonna put skulk catalysts around the whole thing and get a bunch of skulk from it, because why not? Okay, there's a village. They're about to have a really bad day. All right, ready? No prep. We just have to go. Oh no. This is gonna make people so mad. I wonder how this is gonna look after the fact. Nope, I don't like Vindicators. Hold on. Put that there. Nope. Come on, get in your house. Perfect. At least one will survive. Oh, no. Alright, let's also get some backup. Because why not? Do they have multi-shot?! The only problem now is I don't know which one of these golems are mine. I'm actually at like less than full health, so I'm gonna eat quick. This is actually like a little in Oh God, we are just destroying this village. I'm gonna just get up on a roof. I wanna watch some of this chaos happen. This is gonna be beautiful. Woo. <laughs> I just thought this would be great. I thought it would be cool to see the skulk sensors just do their thing. That's the real raid. The pillagers are, don't mean anything. It's the deep dark coming up is the real problem. Yes. Give skulk charges. Oh, that looks so cool. This honestly looks already looks super cool. I like this little like skulk infestation. Then we'll just clean up the catalysts, but leave the rest. That's already gonna look super cool. Should spawn on that side now. Nope, over there. Okay, good to know. Oh, I'm not even gonna see this wave unless I get over here. Oh wow, I didn't even see that wave. My golem's just doing work. 
I'm sorry, Gertie. Wrong me. The only problem with yeah doing this at night is the jump scare from the phantoms. And I still don't know which golems are friendly or not. And I am terrified to find out. Totem! Alright, next raid level, which I think is the last. Ooh, this village is looking a little rough. Gertie, stay back. Hey! Advancement complete. Alright, let's go ahead and collect our Shriekers. And I'm not even going to collect the Skulk. I kind of just want to leave it here. Because we'll find it again in like six months and be super confused why it's up here on the surface. And now that is looking much better. But we're just going to add to the list of problems here, aren't we? You see all these names behind me? These are people who have been subscribed to me for a year on Twitch. Alright, so, who was here? Helby's here. Helby32. Alright, come here. You. Here. E32. Okay. Up we go. One year of support! Thank you, Helby! Oh, it's always scary! It's always scary. It's always scary. Here, we'll do this one in first person. Oh god, it's scary every time. Lauren? Thank you for the year of support. <laughs> I didn't go high enough. Lauren, thank you for the year of support. Totem gang. You'll love to see it. <laughs> By the way, go follow me on Twitch. But to do that, we crack a totem in their honor as part of the totem gang. So this means I need like way more than five totems. And that took about 45 minutes. And I don't have five hours to do this. So why don't we go ahead and make a bit of a totem farm. Now we have a shopping list. First, let's get the redstone components. Sticky pistons, regular pistons, observers. Smooth stone, repeaters, redstone dust, a couple upside down pants, one lightning rod, a whole bunch of composters. Ooh, I need that. One fence, 10 ladders, couple signs, couple trap doors. This is just for flair. Armor stand, now that's a new one. And that's almost everything. Turns out I'm short on a little quartz for the comparators and some spare blocks to build everything up. Okay, problem solved. Let's start building this thing. I also think it's time to try something that I haven't had access to until just now. I want to make myself a jute box. And now I want to see how duplication actually works. Because I have an LA friend right here. Oh, I need a music disc. So I think I can just do this. Hey, that works! Now we have 
more than one allay. And now, since I could duplicate allays, I thought I would add an allay item sorter onto the end of the raid farm storage. Since they could filter out totems, I could have all the stackable items in all of the normal chests and then an allay storage right at the end to pick up all the totems. And I have to say, I think that there is a new competitor to moving villagers as the worst possible mob that you could deal with in Minecraft, and it's these little blue things. These two things are gonna be the death of me, I can see it now. Okay, now I got them both up here, so now I should be able to lure them both into there. One, come up here, go in there. Got you. All I need to do now is give them a couple totems, and then they'll always filter for totems. No blocks in place. I can move this, move it one block up, just so it's still spawn proof. Bye bye! Oh no! You escaped! <laughs> But with the ghosts successfully trapped inside their new forever home, all I had to do was set up the item filters and this thing would be ready to go. Okay, so three filters for hoppers. We will do a filter for redstone dust and, excuse me, I'm trying to make a video. So this is, we're gonna do redstone. We're gonna need a full stack up there. Uh, for this, we will do gunpowder because this will also sort gunpowder. This last one will sort out glowstone dust, and then this will be redstone. Do I have enough? Redstone dust. Which will be awesome for our long-term projects, because I have a lot of redstone things that I actually want to do in this world. Now, if I've done this right, they'll be picking up totems, which means the last thing we need to do is set it up so that it'll destroy literally everything else. So one soul sand right there. And everything that does get picked up by our two LA friends here will get burned. We've set ourselves up for multi-item storage whenever we need more, but for right now we're just gonna go with one chest for each just to make life easy. And I think this thing is ready to test. And while everything is built, we still need one last ingredient before this farm can actually run, and that is Sweeping Edge 3. And I normally don't even ever get this enchantment, so I had to spend the better part of an hour just constantly trading with a few of my villager friends to get that one enchanted book that made the whole farm work. Oh wow, that was super fast. Do I wanna just go, you know what? I kind of want to just make progress here. We can get a better villager later if we really need one. And you know what? It doesn't hurt to just upgrade my current sword. All right, now we have the sword that we need. Let's actually do this thing. Hello, I would like to speak to the manager, please. Who here is in charge? Is it you? No. Oh, there you are. Hello. Okay, let's go test our farm. Not gonna lie, I am quite nervous. Hopefully this all works. Did something go wrong? I think something might have gone wrong. Either way, I'm gonna have to go back and get Bad Omen again. 
So I'm gonna fly back and then we'll come back and hopefully check it again. So I read the video description. There's a very rare bug that sometimes the raid just doesn't stick. I'm hoping that's the case. If so, there's an easy way for us to fix it, but we're gonna have to test with one more raid before we know for sure whether or not that's what happened. So off we go. It also might've been caused for me approaching too high. So we're gonna approach right on the water level this time. Okay, so I need to get up to the chamber before that fills 75%. Hmm. It's stuck again. And I kept working at debugging the farm, trying to see where I had gone wrong. I'd followed the tutorial to the letter, everything was exactly where it was supposed to be, and nothing would work. Everything should be right. So why isn't this working the way that we're expecting? I think I figured it out. That was busted. Hoping now that this will work. Oh, come on. Why is it not working? And despite going and getting Bad Omen and coming back, it wasn't just the fact that the raid wouldn't reset, something was deeply wrong. And here's where I started debugging and debugging and debugging, spending two or three hours trying to figure out why this farm wouldn't work, and eventually it was way too late and I had to give up. The next day, I went so far as to replace some of the villagers that were in the farm, getting them back up after a very unfortunate accident at the very top of this thing. Okay, now that is safely reset. Now what would be smart is if we encapsulate them in. Now they can't go anywhere. Okay, now that should all be reset. I think this can just stay here. I think I just need to break this composter so that the one up there becomes a farmer again, but with the composter up here. Not yet. Can you please become a farmer? That'd be wonderful. You're making me really nervous. Can you please become a farmer? Come on, get your hat. Get your hat. There we go, good job. Okay, so that's all fixed. This is all fine. They're switching jobs, they're switching jobs. And double and triple checking every single stage of this process, and still the farm just wasn't working how I expected it to. I think I figured out what's wrong. Well, I should be more specific. The ENX04 Discord thinks that they figured out what was wrong. I had a repeater here, and then that redstone was coming around here and powering that note block. And I had a whole bunch of other stuff up here which was for debugging purposes and it might that might be why it looked like it was looping. But they're saying having this repeater here messes this up somehow. So we get rid of that and instead have this clock that's just triggering that every two seconds, <laughs> which is loud, but uh, we've turned note blocks down to practically zero. So hopefully that problem is solved. So now all we should have to do is go over and get Bad Omen one last time, and then this should be working. What if I just drop this on the captain, since this is from a captain, will they pick this up? Nope. 
It was worth a shot. <laughs> Please, can one of you just be in charge? Yes! We're gonna see if that solves the problem. We'll come in low, so that way we're coming, quote-unquote, by boat. Get up to here. And be attacking. Before the raid bar fills. And I don't think it's working. All of that's off. There's no repeater. It's still broken. And it was at this point that I was starting to lose hope, starting to think that something had changed, maybe in 1.19, or something was wrong, or just something was incompatible with my world. But then, the people on the Discord suggested trying running it without all the mods that I use to be able to make the game a little bit better, like shaders and performance. So I loaded up a vanilla instance, jumped in to that little stabbing chamber, started swinging away, and eventually, well, eventually, something clicked. Oh! I think it's working now. That's promising. Oh, this is promising! It's working now! So which one of my mods was making it not work? That's what's confusing. Did I have Hero of the Village 5? Look at how many totems are in my inventory already! Oh my god. Oh my god! What is going on? What is- I'm, I'm still trying to zoom. What is going on? There's a bunch of trash out there already. Did this just fill all of these chests? Immediately. Oh, so that overflowed. That. Oh my god! <laughs> well, good news, bad news. Bad news, the LA sorting doesn't work. Good news, it doesn't matter? This is absolutely cracked! And I somehow overflowed what should have been a double speed item sorter super easily just from too many emeralds that are going through. My god, look at the totems. I ran that for maybe 90 seconds? How many totems are over here? A lot. A lot of totems are right there. Okay, hold on. Hold. Just, just hold on for a second. I am speechless right now. Okay. Okay, okay, um, um, I think it works now. Oh my goodness! And now that the farm is actually properly working, there's one last thing to do. We need to decorate it. Because this, this does not look great. <laughs>
That looks so cool from down here too. Now I think it might need a little bit more decoration. I'm not certain exactly what. It looks nice, but a little small. If you have ideas for what else we could put around our little totem friend, chilling right there on the map, maybe like a wreath or a ribbon or something, I'll definitely add to the pixel art in a future episode. So let me know what you think. Oh, that looks so cool right there. And with that, the map grows. We're continuing to work on the whole world. We're continuing to drain out this base, which will eventually become its own video. But right now, let me know what you think, what we could add to our little totem friend on the map right there. And finally, Totem Gang is back on the menu. If you like this video, make sure to click the one that's on screen right now, which I handpicked specifically for you. Be good to each other, everyone. Bye-bye. Yep, that's me. You're probably wondering how I ended up in this situation, and it's kind of a long story. To tell you it, we're gonna have to wind it back and explain how exactly I ended up in this mess. So we're still working on my amazing mega base, but it's gonna require a whole lot of digging. And the problem I have there is... This is very, very, very slow. So we're gonna go ahead and get ourselves a beacon. And let's go ahead and find ourselves a nether fortress. I remember there is one around here somewhere. <laughs> oh, by the way, if you're wondering why I'm in half netherite, well, we did a little bit of netherite mining. Let's give you a quick little bit of highlights. Oh, come on. All right, promising. Four, and look at that. Three more right there. Oh, you love to see it. This is looking promising. Where are we on chunk borders? I didn't even check. We're right in the middle of a chunk. Okay, so we didn't even place this one optimally. We were not even optimum on this, and it's still over-delivered, so that feels pretty good. <laughs> check the mods. Check the mods folder. I promise. Boom, boom. You love to see it. Come on, give me more that I can see right away. And yeah, there's the wall of lava. Always check behind the gravel though. Like, I, I remember us. Oh, this is looking pretty good. 15 plus three is 18 plus another three is 21. So we're actually kind of on track. Nothing here. Oh, that's good. Give me, sure, a stack of logs, sure. You work as fuel, you're burnable. This is, I believe, enough that we will once again have one spare scrap, but we can make two ingots. That feels good. And just because it feels nice to make. I have another right block. I'm in brand new chunks now. That's a bastion. Oh, here's another fortress. This is in a warped forest. This is actually kind of Perfect, actually. But we're gonna get our first wither skull the old-fashioned way, time it, and then figure out how long this is gonna take. This is seriously the end. This is the smallest fortress I've seen in my entire life. Are you kidding me? No shot! Hold on, we're checking the statistics. I've killed 10, and we got a skull like a First try! That's amazing! Nope. Nope. Mm. No! No! 
Oh, let's go. That's number two. Nice, we got it. So we got three wither skulls, and that took us 18 minutes and 31 seconds. So if we want to multiply that by a hundred. That's 30.8 hours. That's a hundred days. It'll take a full hundred days to get a hundred beacons. Really, this is all we need. And just because y'all are concerned, we'll get a spare totem in our inventory or two in our inventory because y'all are scared. So here you go. There you go. We'll have just a few spare totems. Just a few, you know, just in case. We need some hype music. Is everybody ready? I missed! Okay, come on. <laughs> it missed me! And you were nervous. First try. Yes. That feels good. Yes. We're going to get our first beacon of the world. And now this, this feels good. Bop, bop, resistance, regeneration. That feels wonderful. So getting those three wither skulls and then killing that one wither takes about 23 minutes, which is longer than a full Minecraft day. So if I wanna make a hundred beacons and not be at day 700 by the time we're done with this thing, we're gonna need to build a farm. But building that farm is gonna be a lot of work. And to do that, well, we need to go shopping. That was a jump scare that I didn't need right now. And my microphone was muted, so you didn't even hear that bit. All right, we have our site. We know what we're gonna do. The chests are down. Let's build this thing.
right, that's everything on this side. Let's go ahead and head to back to the overworld. Oh, oh my god! Okay. Okay, that was unexpected. I did not think that that was about to happen. I was at one heart. I almost... Did I seriously just almost lose this hardcore world? Oh my god! What's up, boys? But with that near-death experience behind me, I quickly cleared out all the wither skeletons, headed to the coordinates that I needed to go to, pillared up, and started building the bridge that would serve as the two-portal cooldown to bring the wither skeletons from the farm up to the roof. Once that was done, I headed back over there and started on the murder. Well, hello. Oh, already? That took about 12 seconds? Not bad. Well, there's skull number three. I wasn't timing, but I'll check the clock. It took that long to do it. Comparing to the 18 minutes that it took before, supreme time save. And now I just need to grind out another 297 of these. Wish me luck. It's always satisfied. Look at how many I got more. Okay, we're just gonna put this in here. Okay, you'll notice a whole bunch of blocks, a whole bunch of blocks, a whole bunch of bo there's more. <laughs> there's more. I've been busy. This is over 330 skulls. I was here for three hours. It runs at about 130 skulls per hour. So I was here just a little bit longer than that. We have one last thing that we need which we will do like this. And once we have that, it's off to the end to kill some withers. And now that we've created this little section here, we should be able to, if I did this right, and I think I did, just kill the wither super easy by just bapping it right here. There we go! It still didn't count. It died with the suffocation damage. Well, uh, the way we're gonna do it, we're not gonna get all the kills anyway, because even doing this a hundred times feels like a bit of a chore. Cool. Now they should help kill this thing that I don't have to. Look at that! Even faster! So now, it is purely AFKable, and I can help a little bit if I want to, but I'm not always gonna want to. Get him, boys! Now this, this is efficient. I'm gonna do this for a few, probably the better part of like an hour.
Number 97. So, there's three left. I could kill him right here just like everything else, but that would be boring. So, let's do something interesting. I'm gonna fight them right like this. Oh yeah, we're going hard. I am pretty well geared. We're not gonna need that. We'll put that there just in case. Gapple up. Editor, cue the music please. You love to see it. And we only needed one potion. And like six golden apples. And now that we have all of the nether stars we need, we need to craft our beacons. And for that we need glass and obsidian. And well, I don't have any obsidian. Nine won't cut it, but since we have withers now, and you know, we basically turned them into a tool, let's go ahead and use them to get some obsidian. Okay, very nervous about this, but let's do it. Okay, and now I have to do the scariest thing I've ever done. I have to stand here and not move while this thing shoots at me. This is genuinely, genuinely terrifying. So in about four minutes, we'll start seeing those blocks underneath the wither right there reappear and then break and reappear and then break. But we need to wait for that item to despawn in the overworld for that to happen. Oh, 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 it's working! It's working! It's working! It's working! I can't move much, but it's working! So now all I need to do is stand here in this very loud room until I stop hearing that going, which is about an hour. Hey Siri, set a one hour timer. One hour later. Alright, the timer's up. Platform is no longer regenerating, so... Go get him, friends! Now with that in mind, let's see how much we got. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so it just fills up the bottoms over there, but... More than we could ever need for a very long time, and I'm pretty sure all of these are filled as well. Yes, they are! This is literally all the obsidian we'll ever need for the entire hardcore series, and it took us one hour to get. And now, let's go ahead and make those beacons. A full stack of beacons, and that's only two thirds of the way. And like, so, that is a hundred and one beacons. And bam, 100 fully charged active beacons. This is gonna kill my frame rate, but it looks amazing. Looks 
That's amazing. In this hardcore episode, I'm going to delete an entire biome from the game. Really sorry, Mr. Beast. I started work on this video almost eight months ago, and in that time, we've done five other hardcore episodes. We're doing one of the biggest things I've ever attempted to do. We're draining almost two million blocks of water to create the canvas for our ultimate mega base. But to tell the story, we have to go all the way back to May of 2022, day 103 in this now almost 1,000 day hardcore world, as our adventure to conquer the ocean begins. There are three Elder Guardians in every single monument, and all of them prevent you from breaking any blocks, putting you in their domain on their rules. And we're not gonna be having any of that. It's time for a battle. Time to conquer our new home. that was all done, we could go from bloodshed to block collecting. We needed sand, lots and lots of sand. It might be coarse and rough, but we're gonna put it everywhere, using it with sponges to destroy a ton of water. I filled multiple shulkers worth of sand and found a few extra treasures along the way. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> okay, if there's enough emeralds in here, we buy the fish. We do not buy the fish. I said I would kill Mongo with the iron sword. I made a promise. I kept that promise. That little omen felt like good luck, which meant that it was time to move on to the next chapter of this story. With the Elder Guardians eliminated and me now being able to mine blocks, it was time to start on this transformation. We're gonna work from the center outward, and the first thing we need to drain is the monument itself. Let's get this done. Oh, we did it. The thing's in a box. Next, next step is to get, well, a lot more sand. Start making the grid and then draining this thing out with sponges. Let's go. Now that the monument was encased, it was time to drain it. I did this by setting up a grid of sand using piston pushers that would place and automate as much of this as I possibly could. Using sponges, working my way down each of the individual chambers and drying them in the nether. 
It's the kind of task that puts you into this zen space when you're playing Minecraft. The repetitive thing that you do over and over again, getting incremental progress, the dopamine hit for each column, while understanding that the full project is massive in scope. And this took about a week. And it's the kind of stuff that is perfect to do when you're on stream, which you can talk with people, enjoy, vibe with the community, while destroying an ecosystem. You know, as you casually do in Minecraft. And draining the monument is a great start and a huge milestone, but it's still barely 5% of the overall progress of what we're going to want to drain. So we have a lot of work ahead of us. Welcome. This was a time-consuming process. It took about a week's worth of work to get all of the water eventually removed. So when I got rid of that last final column of sand in the center, I definitely felt like celebrating. And with this, with this right here, the drain is done. Ah! <laughs> I'm so excited. Now we can actually like, that's the core drain. That's the main thing that we need to do. With the monument itself now converted into an atmosphere that I could actually breathe, it was time to scale up. So it's time to take another massive leap forward in time, going up to July of last year, where we determined the shape of what we were going to build and figured out just how bad I could be with redstone. Now the nether monument was 202 by 202, and we are going bigger this time. But it's important to know one thing. Circles, circles are so last year, last season. We don't want any circles. I don't want it to be a perfect shape because nature doesn't work like that. Unless it's a hexagon, but I'm not doing a hexagon. So we're going to do a much more normal, imperfect, organic shape. And that's exactly what we did. Now, some people have said that this is the corn thing from Rick and Morty, that it's Africa, that it's just a random blob, it's a face. But I just followed the contours of the ground underneath the ocean itself to make something truly unique. And talking about unique, our design for the walls, that one's a little unorthodox too. All right, now that we have our full shape, it's time for a proof of concept to make sure this whole no wall is actually gonna work. So let's just quickly do this and watch. It's gonna be magic. And like that, we have a wall. And yes, there is no wall. <laughs> it is the illusion of a wall. It is the thought of a wall. But this entire drain, if we do it right, is not going to have a wall at all. This is gonna be amazing. You're just gonna be able to walk into the water. It is a bit of, you know, like a death hazard for fish, but we're not gonna worry about that because it's going to look amazing. Now we have to drain like over a million blocks of water or something, but don't worry. We're gonna make that easy with some redstone magic. And redstone for me starts by going to YouTube and searching how do I make this thing work? Please somebody else have figured it out before me. And thankfully there were a few different designs that we could go with. Oh no, as soon as I built the machine, the water's filling back up. <laughs> the first one I tried turns out didn't work anymore or I had built it incorrectly. Second was a lot more promising. It did require me to build up walls of leaves and sand, making the regular pattern on both sides for the sweepers to immediately bump up again. 
Origins. It was designed before leaves were actually waterloggable, so that did cause me some other issues down the road, but eventually I had four sweepers set up to fully drain the space directly between the wall and the monument. And turning them on was a big moment. So I hit the button, and it didn't work. So it fires this piston, and then that, but then not that. So it, it's, it never fires that bit down here. This bit is what's stuck. Learning from my mistakes and figuring out to always check the pinned comment for updates to the machine, I made these small modifications necessary to make sure that these could work in 1.18 and then started them going, doing manual draining tasks on the side while they were running. And this, this is now the core loop of the project, man and machine tied together beautifully. Once the primary courtyard was fully drained and the wall was starting to come together quite nicely, it looked a lot more majestic once you're talking 20 or 30 blocks of vertical water. From there, it was time to make progress. I marked out a sawtooth pattern on the left side of the monument and then sent the sweepers back and forth, deleting the water and then working behind them, taking a copy of the hardcore world while I was busy moving house from one place to another, working on it on a laptop. So here's 12 hours worth of gameplay condensed down to two or three replay mod footage files. We put in the work for these hardcore episodes and sometimes you don't always get to see it. And in these 600 some odd days that we've been working on this project, this isn't the only thing that we've done. Right around day 500, I finally upgraded myself to full netherite. We built a birch forest and an archeology span site. We built a slime farm. We demolished a slime farm. We built a giga beacon, a raid farm for infinite totems. And we're about halfway done on the next project. The one that you'll see in the video following this sometime in April. I've been very, very busy. So if you wanna go back and check all of those out, Playlist link is in the description and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on all of these. Now back to a more recent version of this map and when I absolutely destroy a whole bunch of water. It's day 615 in the hardcore world and here's where we start to turn a corner. We've covered a majority of the space inside the barrier and converted it from water to air. We're also putting work in to drain the actual center monument itself. Even though I actually filled out all of the water outside of the structure at like day 115, I never went in and drained it figuring that, you know, I'll just get to it later and I never did. Don't worry, we'll build an amazing guardian farm in there, probably at the start of next episode. But as we got to day 690, which we celebrated live on my stream, which I stream every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, usually at 8 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you tune in, you get all sorts of fun spoilers. But we collected all of our coral reserves and started populating a little lake that I had left in the center, mainly because I didn't want to drain all the way down to negative 30 on the deep slate level. Be a hilarious thing to throw in the video. A throne for a chair. Gonna have to do this, break 
these there to there. Slab on that side. It kind of works. I kind of like it. Having an underwater throne to rival that of my friend Mongo felt pretty good. And a quick pop through the nether highway to head over towards a warmer ocean to grab a whole bunch of coral blocks to decorate and add a little pop of color to this bottom little aquatic section. And if this is the first thing that I truly build for this space, that sets the bar pretty high. Look at that, that does look cool. Okay, the chair was a good idea, everybody. That looks so much nicer now when we fly over it having that little throne there. I, I I get, I'm so excited to start properly building now that we're approaching the point that this is almost done. In between streams, I was mainly doing the placing sand and listening to Taskmaster or Critical Role or preparing for the next scenario, which recording starts two days after I finish this video. Wish me luck. But every block of sand placed, every sponge dried was one step closer to preparing my brand new home in this Minecraft world. And I have really big plans, an ancient sunken underwater city with technology, huge spires that are gonna be coming out of the ground a huge detail and that is coming in a future video so as the last few chambers started being dried out the last bits of sand wall starting to fall i'm celebrating with my chat the camera isn't recording my microphone and we are just getting hyped so i'm going to cut to the live feed red i cannot change the lights right now i'm on the clock three to go here we go Oh, we're gonna have to go fast. Ooh, it's close, it's close. Okay. There's no reason to go on. I think we can do it. Here we go. Nailed it! <laughs> yes! I don't care if I need to clean it up. We did it before the song ended. And with the project complete and our magical blockless wall holding back the ocean with just sheer knowledge of Minecraft mechanics, there's just one thing left to do. 12,000 sponges placed, 176,000 sand. Each sponge removes on average 25 blocks of water. Do the math, 1.7 million blocks of water removed. If that's not a world record and a place to build the most ultimate mega base, I don't know what is. I normally work on a build for months, but I wanna mix things up. I'm giving myself 10 hours on the clock to make a custom biome. So let's make something for one of the coolest mobs in Minecraft, pandas. Are you expecting sniffers or something? We're gonna build a custom jungle island using a ton of new blocks that were added in 1.20, including cherry blossoms and the new bamboo wood palette. And all of those new bamboo blocks have me thinking about one specific island. This thing's been so close to my spawn the longest time, and it's finally time to do something with it. We're gonna make a nice little panda sanctuary. First things first, let's clear this thing. Feel that 
There you go, an island, island in a box. The thing we're gonna do is expand the island outward. You see everywhere where the water's a little bit darker, that is still the bamboo biome, so that way we'll be consistent. We're gonna build out to that, and then we'll build a really nice custom beach outside of that, and that will let us have a little bit more space for our panda friends, because we're going to get the rarest panda in the game, because of course we are. Get a few torches in place, fight the sky demons. Still haven't slept in this world, and still never will, but we're gonna run back to the city for some supplies, and then we have to go hunting for some new panda friends. And even though I have an amazing city that I've been building for months now, this is what my storage looks like. I, I'm ashamed, I'm sorry, and we do have to build an amazing auto item sorter, which we will do in a future episode. But for right now, I spent about 15-20 minutes just going through the multiple chest monsters that exist in this base. So a decent bit of building supplies. Don't demo the floor, and I love it when it rains because we fly. Cannot beat a trident in the rain when it comes to mobility in Minecraft. It's amazing. Let's get building. Well, I'm gonna wait for the rain to clear so the montage looks good, but then let's go. Stop killing each other! Alright, we got some horses just chilling. <laughs> Thunderstorms are super useful. Don't worry about the island being floating. We will fix that later, I promise. And here's where the time limitation starts to really kick in. I've built out a good frame for the island, but I'm over an hour in so far and I'm out of resources and I don't have infinite farms to go collect more. So we're doing it the old fashioned way with an efficiency five shovel, a couple shulker boxes and just destroying the environment. Including that the occasional mob spawn to throw me off of my groove. And yeah, 15 minutes later, we have a couple more shulker boxes of dirt and grass. That is 15 minutes less we get to build. So it's back to the island to complete out the mainframe, getting a layer down. And now you know why it's floating, because we are on the clock, but things are starting to come together. All right, it's a giant blob on the ground and we ran out of grass, but we'll make it work. We have a lot to do for the beaches and for everything else, but considering that this was just like little 15 by 15, we have something that is now worth building on. Next, let's just get the beach done all the way around the whole thing. 
And while I'm building out the beaches, using stones to support the sand and making sure that I add some small things like tide pools, some small rocks on the beach, just to make it feel a little bit more alive than vanilla terrain. I wanna talk about why I added the timer. And no, it's not another Sands of Time pun as I've been making since our performance in MCC Rising. Four, three, I'm gonna get two, low. one. Yeah. Oh! I went the wrong way. <laughs> guys, we try, guys. Instead, I'm trying to see if there's a way to make people care about hardcore 10 episodes into a world. It's really hard on YouTube to make episodic things. And this even might feel weird having like a I'm talking to you moment in the middle of telling a hardcore story. But I wanna hear what you think. Let me know why or why you don't like episodic stuff. I wanna start a really cool conversation here because I think we can do something really interesting. And when people watch the compilation version, I'll get the answer from people who watch hour-long movies, too. And now we have some much more realistic beaches. It just goes down. Why are you stuck there? I require assistance! But with all of the terrain now done, and we have our island ready to go, it still needs a little bit of detail here and there. And I have two main structures I want to build. A very nice Tory gate over here, which points back towards our spawn and a nice little bamboo house over here. Then we gotta get the pandas and a whole lot of bamboo and some custom cherry trees. But in order to do that, we need to go find a cherry biome. So let's get exploring. And we started exploring right around the three hour mark of this project, meaning we're 30% of the way through. Now I don't use chunk base or any sort of thing to be able to see where things are in my world. I actually have to go out to discover them. And I wanted to go find a brand new cherry blossom grove, something I had only found a very small patch of in the past so I could get this great hero shot for the video. But after 40 minutes of flying around and absolutely striking out. Instead, I headed back to a very, very tiny biome that I had Yo. found in the past, chopping Brandy down a whole bunch of trees and doing this with just music on, relaxing, and not paying the most attention, you know, to my health. <laughs> I was not paying attention. <laughs> I was not, wow, okay. That was almost genuinely bad. All right, let's let's just take this and go. That, that can be floating pink petals for forever. And with a few cherry blossoms now in my hand, I was able to farm more, just killing time back in my base with those minutes slowly ticking away. And once I had what I thought would be enough, we headed back over to the island and started planting down a ton of bamboo that that could start growing out and then working on the Tory gate. I'm actually trying to build this at an angle so that way I can't let myself get over detailed with all sorts of different flourishes and vertical depth on the build. Instead, I wanna keep it simple, like the actual structure that this is based on. They don't have a ton 
of just additional layers to it, whereas builds in Minecraft tend to be that way. With some fences and hanging lanterns to tie everything together, and now having the bamboo all grown, I turned my attention to the other side of the island, where I started building out a little bamboo hut. Now at this point, we're at the halfway point of the overall project, so I'm reducing the scope of what I wanted for the house a little bit, just to make sure that we're gonna get done in time. I'm using a lot of stripped spruce to give me a nice saturated brown against the bright yellow of bamboo wood, and doing some decorating in the center to make this actually feel like it's something that could be lived in, a caregiver for the pandas and the different structures that I plan to add to the island. Here we go. It's relatively open concept, but most houses that would be in this kind of climate kind of are, and I like it. I like the vibe that is just kind of nice and open to the air. We probably need to decorate underneath a little bit more. Maybe some more spruce trapdoors around the footings just to give those some more texture. But I tried to incorporate as much of the... Oop. <laughs> Left a little bit up front. Tried to incorporate as much of the bamboo that I could. So I think I have every bamboo block except maybe the unstripped bamboo, like, log? I, don't, I genuinely don't know what to call it. What am I supposed to call it? It's just a block of bamboo, right? It's gonna be a bamboo log for forever. But this is nicely done. I still, again, have never slept, so I don't have a bed or anything else in this space. I'm not gonna risk sleeping in a bed right now. Now it's time for the most important part and probably the most time-consuming part. We need to find a panda. Now when it comes to searching for pandas, lucky for me, my world is mostly jungle, at least all of the explored world and that pretty close to spawn. Unlucky for me, that doesn't mean you're actually going to find a panda. So I spent two days searching for pandas, and then, then I realized, this is my last video before 1K days. So I started working on the compilation, and I've seen a panda in this world before. So we're gonna try to see if we can get one over here. It has been so long since I've been over here, just because I've been working on the mega base so much. We have the whole birch forest. We have our pink sheep chilling right there. The question is, are they still here or are there others somewhere around here? The world is mainly jungle. It's honestly kind of dope. Any pandas? Wait, I think I saw one. I see two. Okay, pandas. All right, we have pandas. I don't know why there's only two. I thought there was supposed to be more. We just need to extricate them from this mess. And that's easier said than done. Basically, I have to kill all of the mobs that are spawning everywhere around here, capture the pandas in rafts, not boats. I figured I'd be thematic, you know. And then carve a path through the bamboo and through the dirt into the water, taking a very, and I mean very long sailing trip twice to bring both pandas to the island. That ended up chewing up another full Minecraft day and a half, which is about 30 minutes of time. And I still have a bunch of custom trees to build and pandas to breed. So things are getting tense. First things first was the jungle trees. I'm using jungle wood, obviously. Spruce for some accents in stairs and slabs that I can set up some different branches. And doing a little bit more of a domed canopy compared to the very flat versions that you get in vanilla Minecraft. I'm also making sure that the roots extend out and into the jungle. And I'm putting different bushes and different leaf piles on the ground as well to establish a little bit more of a floor cover and give me a little bit more flexibility. Okay, that's honestly the easy part. We now have two 
pretty custom jungle trees. This one's a little taller. This one's a little shorter just because I ran out of leaves. I also grabbed a lot more pods all, so we're gonna decorate it. But right here, centrally to the whole thing, you need to make a massive custom cherry tree. And shout out to my friend, Mr. Matt Ranger, who made a video which told me exactly what to do. So let's do that. Before that though, it was time to push the family friendly rating on my channel. Make a baby. Yeah, I love you. Okay, well they start making more and more pandas. Let's build a big cherry tree. And this was an entirely new challenge for me and having only about two hours to do it meant that this was going to be a real challenge. I like building structures, buildings, cities, things that follow the blocks that exist in Minecraft. Organic shapes are things that I've definitely struggled with and haven't built much of before. I'm using a lot of the cherry wood to create this snaking back and forth bonsai pattern with different areas where I'm gonna set up the cherry leaf canopies. And in each of the canopies, we're mixing it up, not just using cherry leaves, but instead adding pink wool and pink glazed terracotta to add all sorts of textures. I'm also making sure to leave a lot more air inside of all of these branches so they feel a little bit lighter and more manicured like an actual proper bonsai tree. And I'm coming up on the very tail end of the time that I've allowed myself. But with the last few minutes remaining, I added some additional details like this large gong, some small mats in front of it, and what looks like an anvil or larger hammer used to strike it, creating a few smaller cherry trees for accent in a couple of other areas and building up another jungle tree at one point as well. And as the clock ticked down, we hit the 10 hour limit. It was time to look back and see everything that we had accomplished. With that, the island is done. But we walk through the gate that we've made here down. We have a few of the custom jungle trees. I've made a couple of them, a few smaller cherry trees as well. And then the massive main tree of the whole island. We got our second smaller one over there. I've been breeding pandas, lots and lots of pandas. We do not yet have a brown panda because of the timer that I put on myself. We will breed for brown pandas on stream. I'm not doing genetics either. This one's the playful one. This one's my favorite one because they just constantly sit on their back and I love it. But they're, oh wait! <gasps> How did I miss that? Oh, they must have eaten some of the bamboo that I just broke when I was put Yo, yo, I cannot believe that that just happened. I just broke some bamboo to put down this torch, uh, like right over here, and then there's the all of these. That might have come from cousin, the original cousin. We, where's our baby? We have a baby brown panda. Oh, and they're playful too. Oh, I'm so excited. If you want to name our favorite little, our favorite child, our favorite child, uh, leave a comment with and the best name names the panda, but I'm very happy with my custom little island right here And there's just one thing left for today our map Which now looks a lot more impressive like Lantis is coming along beautifully I cannot wait until this city just continues moving closer to done. Let's pop this in right here you love to see it. Thank you all so much for watching. We have some fun stuff that we're gonna do in this space relatively soon. 
I wonder what it may be. And that'll be episode 11. But first, we hit 1,000 days, and we did it on stream, and I made sure to do it in a big way. Officially. Yes! <laughs> Day 1,000. And I feel like we won't actually properly be on day 1,000 until we earn it. Dude, hold on. I am whipping these shots. Here we go. Hold on. 360. Now we've done it. <laughs>